What's up, bro? Hey, bro, you know we got show to do today, right? Yeah. Man, we got Spearfeather, man. You know she's our first female That's cool and all, but talk about the game. What? Look, come on, you turn this off, man. Yeah, I know, but, you know, what was Kratos do? Yeah, funny. I get it. I get it. I get it. That's one of the paintings. But, no, Jeff, she is an artist and a painter. I'm trying to play right now. Bro, you gonna really gonna do this? I can't do it, man. Bro, whatever. Hey, welcome back to the hood. Welcome back to Chill in the Green Box with Specs Thompson and the View. And once again, the View just didn't show up. You know, I don't, I don't know. We got our first female guest today. I thought he'd be eager to be on this time around, but he didn't give me a reason why he's not even here this time. But uh, Spearfeller, thanks for you know being on the show. Anyway, you know. Oh, <laughs> Hey. Um, for those who don't know you, go ahead and introduce yourself so that they oh, know um, who you are and what you do. Sure, sure. Okay, my name is Fear Feather. I'm an artist, but I've had like multiple lives. I was like um, in the military like a long time ago in the Air Force as a comm officer. And then I did like art while I was in it. So I never left it. So I used to get uh, commissions for like, um, drawing people when they had a going away gift and I was like one day I'm gonna be an artist one day one day <laughs> but it never like came to pass and I was always like looking for security and all of that stuff so after I left the military um I went to school to do web design only to promote the art to sell in the future and then I got distracted by that <laughs> okay okay I was like oh money uh okay and then I didn't do that. And I was like looking on the side. Then um, after graduating from the college for web design, they hired me and I went, oh, I can't search. <laughs> it's, I, okay. It's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, so, some guests do it, some guests not. Oh, it's, okay, only, okay. it's only like a little button I can press the uh, <laughs> split up or not, you know, so it's all it is. Nice, nice. Yeah. So I got hired on as an adjunct professor and I was like, I can call myself a professor? Get out of here. Like, <laughs> So I was teaching students, and then when I taught the art students, they recruited me for the art department. They had me teach the art students how to do, like, uh, computer graphics with interaction in the web. And I kept looking at the student work going, man, this is good. And I got so psyched from just being in the class with them. I'm like, when am I going to draw again? And everyone's like, why did you draw? I was going to say, man, confusing <laughs> the military with the, yeah, yeah, professor. I was like, all right. So one student, I won't say their name because I think they're going to be an anonymous artist, um, but they were like, hey, why don't we uh, all get together as a class and do like an Inktober? And I don't know about that. Uh, I guess so. I don't know if I have time. And once I started drawing, I went, all right. Yeah, it was so much because I put so much work into like teaching that I said, nah, there has to be a change. And so I, <laughs> things happened during COVID and I was like, yeah, I'm going to be a full-time artist and broke, and I don't care. <laughs> let's, let's do it. And I don't mind being a little a little poor right now because I'm hungry for the mm -hmm. actual art itself. And I came from a life where I did have money and houses and all that stuff, and I was never happy. I was always like, when am I going to draw? One day, like, what am I going to be, 80? You don't even know if you have all your fingers by then. Like, <laughs> like, so I was like, nah, let me just uh, do this art thing. So now I'm here, and I'm starting over, and I'm asking everybody, like, what? the heck do I do? Do I, <laughs> am I doing a Kickstarter? Am I just going to draw? And I was like, let me just draw. Let's see where that goes. So I've been doing like characters for probably five years or so. Don't okay. have a comic book yet. 
uh, and then signed up for a bunch of gallery stuff because I also do that kind of stuff, um, uh, gallery artwork where it gets into the, like the sci-fi world and stuff like that. So I've been doing that for like years and I had a few mentors when I was stationed out in Los Angeles, um, like take me in and go, hey, here's what a gallery does. And I was like, do I want gallery or do I want comics? I've been wanting <laughs> comics since I was young. Um, so now I'm here and I'm doing like, characters and um trying to apply to different shows so i found this one show and i'll announce it again at the end it's called uh catastrophic con okay catastrophic con yeah so it's gonna be in uh upstate new york and uh that's controversial i shouldn't say upstate because then in new york it's gonna get mad if it's not really <laughs> upstate but um but it's gonna be up in purchase new york it's like gonna be like a rock and roll horror film con and so I'll be up there, like, kind of debuting, because I've been, like, doing undercover stuff, like. Okay, I don't okay. know about the events, and I'm just like, hey, I'm selling stuff. They don't know. Like, <laughs> but this one is, like, one of the ones where I'm like, oh, my God, am I an imposter? I'm going to be around art people. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited about that one coming up. So I've been just drawing, 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 and uh, getting, like, side gigs, doing web on the side to, like, fund me, kind of. <laughs> Mm-hmm. while doing it so yeah and then i'm doing like the website and stuff like every freaking day trying to make it look okay and what does it do i don't know i don't okay, know that's, cool. it's, it's, it's a lot <laughs> hey, it's all I'm good rambling, man i'm rambling it, it's all good we're we, we gonna dive deeper into all that stuff later so <laughs> it's all good but um uh i don't know if you're familiar with the green electrical boxes that set in front of the neighborhoods you know what yeah. i'm talking about all I right. not to sit on them when I was young. <laughs> well, 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 yeah. Well, when I when I was growing up, we did sit on them, you know, and, and, and we sat on them, and we would chit chat with friends and uh and talk and elaborate, you know, hang out. Um, so on this box, you know, it's called it's, it's called chill on the green box. So nice. basically, we're gonna be chill on the green box, talk and um break stuff down. Cause nice. my show, um, I try to be different than other shows, cause most mm-hmm. shows are just like people getting on here for an hour. And ramble mm-hmm. about their comic book and right. or Kickstarter, and nobody knows anything about them. Right. So in this, I was know about the artists or the creators, so people would be like, "Oh yeah, I enjoy this person. Let me support them." Ooh. So yeah, so by <laughs> doing that, I got four different segments of uh, different icebreaker questions that you know I don't found or that you gave to me um, earlier that I, mm-hmm. I formulate more questions around. Oh cool. So uh, yeah, the first segment is called yeah 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 yeah. There you go. All right. Uh, the first segment is called breaking it down because okay. typically when you sit on the green box with your friends, you'll break things down, mm-hmm. uh, concepts, and you know just things y- y'all just want to talk about. Yeah. So this is gonna uh, break your brain down so people can get a uh, better understanding. You know who you are. You know. Okay. All right, you ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, and I and I if you can. If you could switch places with anybody in your family uh, right now for one day, who would it be and why? <laughs> my family's going to see this? I don't know if you share it. They might. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, uh, up to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it depends. You, you want to change faces with them? I guess. I mean, yeah. It's up to you. Because she might try to get in my body. Uh, <laughs> all right, I don't want to do that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. This is a hard one. The first one, man, it can't be that hard. <laughs> you don't want to do it? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Just one day, though. Just one day. Just one, one day. day. One day. Like, yeah, like a Freaky Friday type of deal. You know, one day. Oh, then my mom so I can see, like, if the story she told me growing up was true. <laughs> <laughs> I know you gotta see this because you're like, <laughs> but yeah, it's gonna be my mom so I can see the world through her eyes. Like she went through that transition where, um, how much can I say about that? She went through that transition of like back in the day when when like folks owned their stuff and then integration and then that. Mm-hmm. And I, w- I would like to see what it looked like pre-integration just to see okay. like. Like how folks were running like their own hospitals, their own law firms, their own transportation companies. I really like to see that just to feel like what the society felt like. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. So that's one of the aspects. The other ones is I want to see like through her eyes what she saw because <laughs> she was obsessed with like uh, the universe and stuff and looking up at the stars and nature and things like that. So, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. That'd be clean. <laughs> it's, all, it's all good. It's all good. Um. Uh, all right. Next question: What are you best at fixing? Fixing. <laughs> and you thought the first one was hard. I was doing. Can I do it? Okay. Um. Fixing. Wow, that's so general because I, I fix things. I fix situations. With their issues or. Challenges. Let's call them challenges, and then I'll go. Hey, did you think about this? And they might end up hating me because the line of questioning like gets deep, you know? Yeah. Like, well, what you doing to make mm-hmm. it happen? Oh. But um, yeah, I fix situations, and the time I'm a hypocrite because I don't fix my own. Uh, hey, as long as you fix something, you know, it it, it works, right? I also like to fix like elect. No, not electronics because that's too intense. Um, <laughs> like. Light circuits. Sometimes I like that, but I'm not the best at that. Like LCD, like uh, LED lights. I'll put it on my website one day. But I like uh, taking different, uh, like uh, what's messed up? I don't know the language of this crap. Uh, I'll take a quick. I'll take a wire, and then I'll take a little ACDC thing, and then I'll create a sign, and then have the light bulb running through. So if there's like a glitch in it or something, I'll cut the wire and then rewire it. And okay, then it okay. works, but I can't do like radios and VCRs. I smoked the VCR once. <laughs> well, good thing nobody uses no more. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I don't attempt to do new things either because I'm like I might smoke that. Uh, <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah, I definitely use that on the reels. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, next question. Um, do you have any? Um, do you have a goal that's not like a like a um, a non work goal that you that you striving for right now? Ooh, yeah. And you know what? I know that's bad, but I told my students I was like one painting, one million dollars retire. So do you do you consider 
you do you consider painting as work or uh, your art as work? When it comes from joy and trying to figure out life things into, oh, how can I make money from this? That's when it becomes work. That's the thing okay. I don't want is the, I like working hard, but not if it's just for currency. Like okay. if it changes something, then I like it. But once so it becomes say, like a job like that. Yeah, let's say you had like a, uh, I guess a gig at the city. The city had you paint murals every every month. Oh, no, no. Nah, nah. I lose I lose the joy, <laughs> man. Like so ultimately like I would wanna see Australia. Like I just wanna travel and meet people and normally it's gonna be creative people who are still in touch with their their get down. So I would like to travel to Australia and Mali and just see stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't want to like work, work. There's no, I just want to meet old people and hear their stories. I guess like that's why I wanted to go inside mom's head. Yeah, I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. That's cool. That's cool. Well, that was in that segment. You know, hopefully I didn't break your brain too, too no. much. My brain yeah. breaks itself. You're, you're fine. Okay. All right. The next segment, um, since you, you're in the comics, you might know this one a little bit better. It's called the back issues. Oh, uh, okay. Yes, for people who don't know, typically you want to know about a, a person's uh, or a character's um, backstory in comics. You go to their back issues. Yep. So if you want to know about, you know, uh, I don't know, Moon Knight, you go into his <laughs> back issues to find out more about him. Yep. So in this segment, I'm going to go to your back issues so people know more about you. Well, okay. All right. First question. Where are you from and what do you call your hood? from nowhere i'm a military brat uh i just claim reclaim long island new york as my home but i grew up here for like eight years and then one of my mom joined the air force and so we were like dc maryland virginia kind of like that and then i would come back to new york every summer and see my family out out east and stuff and no one believed i was here. they're like where's your accent from you from georgia and they're just like oh, bro, like it's everything. It's everything because I'm a brat. So not I'm not a brat. That's what they call. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we, so we travel. So I'm like an East Coast person. I'll I'll try to reclaim Long Island as my home, but these fuckers reject me sometimes. We're like, oh, your accent's so cute. You, because because you need you need the Tim boots. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> Get your bubble jacket and Tim boots. You fit right in. <laughs> Yeah, Long Island people do kind of do New York City. So, yeah. 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 All right. Um. Yeah. Um. What What did your mom do in the Air Force? Oh, she was a nurse. Oh, okay. Cause I was yeah. trying to I was trying to get a correlation because you said she like looking at the stars and stuff. So I was like, oh, yeah. she's in the Air Force. Yeah. So the sky. And I was trying to put everything together. You know. Yeah. But oh. she's a very creative woman. Very creative woman. Okay. I was trying, and, uh, I was she, to... She's getting into like children's books. Okay. And, uh, when she's ready to broadcast that, I'll share her name and all that. But yeah, she's very creative. When I grew up, she would actually draw me books. Wow. So if she wanted me to go to the bathroom or whatever, she had like a whole story. <laughs> Sorry, mom. Like that was like my favorite part of the book is when the kid was able to go to the bathroom, right? See like, now. Yeah. See now, you still have all them books. Now you can you can. Mm-hmm. Pa- packing them up and selling. Your mom could be a bestseller on Amazon, you know. 
<laughs> yeah, I hope she does well because her creativity really inspired me growing up. She knew how to sew. She knew how to remodel, not remodel homes, but do interior decorating and mm-hmm. build stuff. Like, I just, I loved watching her. I was like, hmm. Yeah, that's dope. That's dope. Yep. Uh, I know you're into art, but mm-hmm. you like music? Mm-hmm. All right. So what was your first encounter with music that, that intrigued you? Like, oh, I like this stuff. Oh, first encounter. Ooh, that's hard. <laughs> that is hard. It's probably some Sesame Street get down or Muppet Show or something. <laughs> it was probably Muppet Show because they had a whole band and I was like, oh, there's drums. Like they had like the whole. Like animal and stuff? Yeah, yeah, animal and stuff. She was supposed to be Carly Simon or something. Garbage. Or, I don't know what the hell she. Oh, sorry. What she was supposed to be, you know? But yeah, it was like her and then like the jazz dude. Then the guy who looked like me, you know, with the in the great. <laughs> And I, lo- I yeah, I think the Muppets were one of my first. That's what I'm recalling. It, you know, who knows what the truth is after time travel for that. But yeah, the Muppets mm-hmm. really got me into like music and all that. Okay. stuff. I used to love theme music and opening music. See, you you you're the second person that kept it real. Like, uh, another person said theme theme songs like you did mm-hmm. from the shows, but you said Muppets. Like most people, like, oh yeah. I first heard Led Zeppelin and I heard the guitar chords like they were saying like I mean it's cool and no, I get it but you another guest the first one that kept it real took it all the childhood saying oh you yeah, heard yeah. this song you enjoyed it yeah yeah I really like them because I I I think I'll say well would I say the same thing see I, I yeah I don't I like I want to say like. If I ask my sister, she'll probably say like the Barney show, the Barney songs. But at the same time, I don't know if I'm watching Barney and Lion mm-hmm. King at the same time. Right. But like, I can sing the Lion King songs front to back, mm-hmm. uh, to the point that like my daughter, I get you know getting her to the you know watch movies mm-hmm. and stuff, and she's starting to hear the little melodies of Lion King songs. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, oh yeah, you know the songs now. Like, let's sing them together now. Like yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's um, logical. It's a bitsy spider, all that stuff. Yeah, uh, and uh, <laughs> my daughter's name is uh, Symphony. You know, oh, I just nice. um, really. Yeah, I, I'm in. I'm in the music. I'm in the music industry, so I just wanted uh, awesome. something that represents me. Yeah. And and my daughter, but ironically, I guess I just spoke it into existence. Mm-hmm. She, it looks like she's musically inclined, just because nice. um, she was singing and dancing. Yeah. Um, I think she never seen a drum in real life. I don't know, <laughs> but she knows how to play the drum. Like she knows that she she had to put the drum on and, and do the rhythm. So I don't know if it came from like Bubba Guppies or what, but I'm like, man, that's amazing. But yeah, this guy's like when she was in the womb, like hand clapping and stuff. You don't know what baby's here. Like I had a whole story in my head about what does the baby see and what does it hear in the womb. But see. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Like, no, because she was trying to play like Mozart and all kind of corny oh. stuff, like like that, like like that when she was a baby. But you know, but but then, but like so, my well, my youngest daughter, she might like rap music, but mm-hmm. the one I'm talking about, she don't like. Gotcha. She, she's, I guess, you call it like top forty stuff, but um, yeah. 
it seems she likes it's not Afro beats, mm-hmm. but like Tim's, uh, Lauren Hill mm-hmm. type of music like that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, because yeah, uh, uh, she likes a future song uh, that he just won a Grammy for. That, I'm terrible uh, at the new artist. I'm terrible. I'm old. Uh, but it's it's ten, it, no. It, I'm, I'm I'm saying it because uh, he won a Grammy for it, but they sampled Tim's song. Oh, okay, cool. Um, Which one did they sample? Uh, the one that there's one that's popular. The one that's uh, uh, how'd it go? I can't think of how it go. Did he collab? Lie, lie to me. Da, 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 da. Oh, okay. Yeah, the the same one. I, it might have been in Black Panther. Okay, I'm not sure, but she likes the sample. I was like, man, why does she like this future song so much? She don't like rap. Mm-hmm. But then I start. Getting the Afro beats and Tim start coming to more and more and Black Panther and I started like listening to him more and more. Gotcha. Then I was like, "Oh, that's a sample." So mm-hmm. she, she's she's like the sample of that, and I played the original song and she liked that. I was like, "Oh, yeah. like I get it now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how I was with this one song when I was younger. Um, oh gosh, I forgot. And they sampled James Brown. And I was like, "They were rap." Boom, 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 boom. Like they used this whole beat. And my mom goes, "Hey, that's our music." And I'm like, that's <laughs> <laughs> I forgot their name, man. But they sampled that song. I think it was James Brown. Ooh, she's gonna kill me if I don't. Know. But she keeps on passing me by. Yeah, she keeps on passing me by. I was like, "Ooh, this is awesome." But I liked it because of James Brown, man. It was. Yeah. See, yeah. I think I think the better answer would have been like James Brown, probably. You know got you on music because uh, just just that reference you say then you keep saying get down get down get down so right. I, I, so i believe james brown the one who 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 got you he's major so it's funkadelic i have like four their freaking albums here because of the artwork and stuff because mm-hmm. they have a book i don't know if we're allowed to show it because of copyright but man their whole thing is like a comic book and I was like, oh, I, I'm digging them. Like, they have a, uh, I hope it's no offensive images. But anyway. Oh, but that's yeah, good. They have, like a whole, they have, like, a whole get down here. Yeah. Okay, I, okay, I, okay. I really love Funkadelic. Um, okay. But, yeah, James Brown probably influenced me a lot. Yeah, okay. As many, so he was all up in the hip-hop era in the 80s and stuff. So. Yeah. So I, I know all about, you know, I'm from Augusta, so I know. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> So, what was your first comic book or comic relate TV show Ooh. that that got you into it? Oh, comic book TV show or comic book, you know? Or comic book. All right, I'll confess and be open. I didn't read comic books. Still don't. I like <laughs> looking at them. I like going to the store, flipping that, look at the art, and go, "Ooh, nice." Um, and then I'll look at comic book reviews and go, "Oh, they like that story." I can't sit in. I can't open it, man. And why? Why? Um, I don't know why. The last one, oh, maybe it's a childhood trauma. Okay, so once upon a time in high school, uh, one of my friends was really into the anime stuff. And then I had another friend who could like draw from memory. So they were at it, like, cause he was like Western style art and the other guy was anime. And so the anime guy's like, well, let me show you some of the stories. And I looked at this one story and it was called Crying Freeman. <laughs> and there was nudity in it. And I was like 16 or something. And I was like, wait, there's nudity. Wait, there's nudity. <laughs> so I hid it behind my mom's washing machine. 
and she found it. Man, I was gonna love this episode. Um, found it and yelled, and I think I was traumatized. That's the last comic book like that I remember going through and reading. The other ones I'll just pick up and have it. Like I have one here. Uh, no, I don't. No, I don't have one here. That's like a sample. But yeah, I'll pick up stuff. Ooh, I hope you don't see my belly. Hope you don't see my belly. <laughs> But I used to go to drinking draws a lot, and then I would get the free stuff. Oh, okay. They, yeah, they would pass out like comic books, but so what's it? What's a drinking draw like a like a paint and sip type of thing? Ooh, was back in the day too. Um, yeah, it's, it's and then it's intense. So they're really geared towards the artists getting better at their craft. So they have these like uh, New York City drinking draws. I don't know if they still do it, but you show up, you can order a ginger ale, whatever. They'll have, like, someone from a comic book industry come in. Like, we had, like, one Marvel, one DC person come. They have drawing exercises. And then mm-hmm. they would have the models do, like, live-action poses, like, really extreme, which was way different from, like, a school atmosphere. And so you're just sitting there sketching. And then they go, okay, now do it in 15 minutes. Now do it in two minutes. And now do it in 20 seconds. And you're like, what? 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 Okay. See, see, I don't watch the drinking draw, but I watched artists do that on uh, YouTube. They'll yeah. do the same image in different little time frames. <laughs> like, man, that's crazy. Yeah. And this one was awesome because they had free giveaways at the end and then they had a contest. So you would like win stuff at the end and then get like free copic pens. Like whenever the industry was trying out something new, they pass it out to the artist. So it was, it was pretty cool. They had it like once a month, but I haven't gone to one since like 2012 or whatever. But it was, okay. it was cool. They would pick a different bar around New York City and just still meet people. That's dope, that's dope. Yeah, networking. All right, so uh, since you didn't read comics at all, what uh, what uh, what TV show? Oh. <laughs> I think it was Wonder Woman. I think, and then there was this horrible one. I don't know if it was a real comic or if it was just a TV show, but um, <laughs> the greatest American hero, that dude couldn't fly. <laughs> He didn't have instructions for his uh manual and alien ship like dropped off a super suit. It didn't have the instructions. He lost it in the middle of a desert with an FBI agent, and then he's flying I never around. Heard of this. He, oh, oh, you gotta watch Grey. <laughs> it's, it's horrible. It's, it's like it's horribly good. But anyway, yeah, this dude like lost the manual for it, and so in my dreams, ever since that, so I, I couldn't fly. I would fall and land bad, and. Because of him. So luckily, oh. I had a new memory erase it when Superman came out in the drive-in. That's how old I am. So Superman is like my ultimate, like, because I wanted to fight villains and all that stuff and pierce my eyes through things. <laughs> <laughs> but not the, not the pride in how old you were, but you recently said that uh, you was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they was talking about anime versus Western comics when you were in high school. Mm-hmm. So, when you was in high school, were, were people reading manga? Like, was that was that what's going on? Because I thought they didn't hit till later on. So, th- this is what's interesting about military brats. This dude was a military oh, brat. Oh, I forgot like about me. that part. I forgot so they, about that part. Yeah, they, oh. yeah, we're all over the place. We're all over oh. the place. And so, um, even though I grew up and saw, like, Speed Racer on TV, I didn't see other stuff. And then when he showed me that, I'm like, hey, that's like Speed Racer, bro. And, you know, but he's like, yeah, it's a whole style. So he did like an anime Batman and all this stuff. And I was like, okay. So when I when I first saw it, I went, oh, okay. Oh, when I was used to like, uh, am I loud? Sorry. 
mm-hmm. I was used to like Funimation and like He-Man and stuff like that. So my art tended to go towards the Frank, Frank Franzetta, I'm going to mess his name up, sorry, fan. Frank Franzetta, <laughs> like that kind of side uh, versus like the manga. But then like when I got older, I don't even know if they consider, do they consider Afro Samurai manga? Um, no. It's like not really. Yeah, because yeah. The, the, I mean, for anesthetic purposes, yeah, mm-hmm. but like to get the credit, it has to be made majority by a Japanese uh, okay. artist company, gotcha. whatever. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, yeah, I really enjoyed that. I had to buy both these DVDs on that man. I was I was obsessed with that. I would watch it like once a year. I have like a little ceremony and everything. See, I haven't watched I haven't watched the new ones that came on uh, Adult Swim. I haven't watched that at all. I mean, has it I don't gone know beyond part two? I mean, my my part my part one starts stops when uh it was on Cartoon Network. All the oh, stuff that's okay, on gotcha, Adult, gotcha. Adult Swim, I didn't, I didn't watch. Yeah, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I think I have two DVDs. If that dude comes out with more, I'll be whew, lifetime. Lifetime. Yeah, he got he got a new series coming out, so it'll probably be a while. Oh really? Okay, okay. Yeah, a new series. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so when did you find out what well, yours you was a blurred? <laughs> the universe told me I was. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. I guess uh when I decided to sit on the bleachers instead of talking to people during lunch, and I, <laughs> and I was in the math club in honor society. Mm-hmm. Hey, that's a dead giveaway, huh? <laughs> I don't think I like people anymore. I like numbers and graphs. Like go outside <laughs> and look at the squirrels, man. Like, <laughs> but I don't mind being an outcast. I think. Um, since we moved around so much, I just changed my personality. Like every two, two to three years, I would get like a new set of friends. And by the end of high school, I was like, nah, I think I'm going to be a loner. It just hurt too much to leave friends, you know? You think, so just, you think you was that way, like, I guess, standoffish or loner-ish because you moved so much? You think you would stay in one place? You wouldn't have been that way? That would have been a good excuse, but mom has a picture of me as a baby pulling away from her and dad like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just matched my my lifestyle. It matched who I was. I like to move. I don't okay. like to get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um. Well, that's in that segment. Uh, we're moving. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I was moving to my, my next segment. It's not. It's a, a two part. You know, meaning behind it. It's called the hot keys. Okay. Uh, in music, the hot keys would be um buttons on a turntable with a DJ to press the select a certain song or trigger mm-hmm. a certain part of a song during a part of the um the party to get mm-hmm. everybody hyped and, and, and turned up and whatnot. Mm-hmm. As well in comics, um hot keys are uh key issues, you know, when a new artist gets on a project or a new writer mm-hmm. or when a character is introduced or like a oh. number one or something like that. And uh, mm-hmm. nowadays it's more towards like they're making a show a movie out of this story arc or whatever, you won't get that, you know, framed and even slapped mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. And then, um, this segment, we're gonna uh pick out topics or questions, you know, that uh you want people to take away from this interview and uh specifically know more about you and what you do. And uh, Ooh. Ooh. yeah, Ooh. so yeah. 
Really? Yep. How do yep. I approach that? Oh, I have to wait for the question, don't I? Okay. Yeah, yep. So, um, right. <laughs> so, um, shit, uh, I, I, I wait. So, you say, because I, I was going to present it a certain way, but, uh, <laughs> Um, you, you said, um, um, your art, your art seems to be, uh, very different. You, you, you took bits and pieces and kind of formulate your, your own style or whatever. Mm-hmm. So how did, how did that change your mindset of your, uh, uh perception of things, you know, how you view things? Cause mm-hmm. I guess your art's more abstract, I guess the term or. Some some of it some of it is like the paintings end up being more abstract than the pen and ink drawings do. It feels like two different people, but as I look at it, some some things are a little similar. Um, yeah, what was the question? <laughs> yeah, so like what 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 caused you to see your your perspective change in your art? Like what what caused it? Like because um. Uh, yeah. I guess because I mean, what what you caused it? Like, cause it's so well, I I put it up so people yep. can see what we uh were talking about. But uh, what changed it? What made you just think that is different? Oh, it it changed as I changed, I guess. Um, okay. Yeah. So so these ones at the top, they were inspired by heavy metal music. Mm-hmm. Um, I, my husband's in a few heavy metal bands, and I. And I had oh, I was so excited that I got to sing live like one song because they have this awesome event called Decay and Decadence and uh, all the musicians get together and sing. And so, yeah, that one specifically is like, hey, music can open up a portal. So I was okay. really excited. Yeah, I was really excited about that. And I went, hey, man, what if like Mariah Carey, like, and people like that way back in the day could open up portals. So in my head, I was like, sound starts everything. And um. And so music just caused these shifts. Um, when I was painting those abstracts, uh, those grew over the year as well. There was an awesome brother out uh, out west in Los Angeles. I'm gonna mess, I hope I don't mess his name up. L. Crosby or L. Crosby. I'm so sorry, L. Um, he, he ran this underground place called Cannibal Flower, really awesome brother and he uh was a dj as well so he had these events where artists would get together they have some cool kind of act going on and then he's dj so you had like music art and then you're just networking right so this brother you know he he coached a lot of people he said bring in your portfolio and i'll let you know so he said hey i'm looking at some of your artwork and as i'm talking to you something doesn't seem to match up um, so there's this one brother in the artwork um, that I did of a brother with a spear, and uh, he goes, he's up in your face and he's guarding the painting. You can't even see the background. He goes, you know what that's telling me about you is that you're guarding yourself. Something is like stopping people from getting in, and you can see it in your work. It's reflecting in your work. He goes, I don't see it when we're talking one on one, but your artwork is saying that you are really like blocking and i was like that makes a lot of sense because i just left the military um and i'll be fully transparent i went to los angeles and lost my mind uh like i lost my mind and lost everything i lost like like a lot of money i lost like my yeah i was going crazy i was like oh i'm not in church anymore i was going crazy so i lost everything it was like i literally went 
rock bottom. And because I went rock bottom, I had nothing to lose, but I was still painting. So I was painting through pains of losing things because I, I was going nuts. Um, like just going, I want to be free. And <laughs> freedom doesn't have to mean destroying. So that's what a lot of my paintings were doing. It was like working through um, why would I self-destruct? Um, and most of it was burning bridges so I wouldn't go back to corporate, so I wouldn't go back to military, so I wouldn't go back to higher education. All of this stuff was like weaving me towards being an artist. I was just like burning, burning, burning. Um, so you could see like once I was able to let go and the portal started happening, um, stuff got a little bit more loose. And so you can see my paintings go from stiff to something a little bit more loose and mystical I guess like trying to find answers for stuff but the more, the more my personality shifted the more my art shifted I had to change myself so once mm -hmm. once he told you that about yourself through your artwork did, did it trigger something else to happen that make you different artwork huh? go in this direction he goes you can you can draw and like do that stuff but go in this direction go to the abstract he said there's a story there so was it so, was it, was it something you familiar with when you went to abstract or it was it came or you had to like grow into it? An amalgamation of things they see and hear and stuff. So growing up, I was always into tribal art, like looking at stuff. I was like, oh, what are they doing over in Africa? Oh, what are they doing in Australia? What are they doing in America? And so you'll kind of see there's like references to totems and symbolism and. It doesn't quite look human. It may look like an animal. It may look like an alien. So that kind of stuff made me explore, hey, like I can define what this life is. And so these characters will come out like that. I hope I answered that right. Is that... It sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, okay, that's dope. Uh, uh, what, do you, what do you call yourself? I don't know. So, it, so, say it. Is it? so, I don't know. so, like, so, like, when you uh going to the that thing you doing in uh, New York, that uh mm -hmm. the gallery, uh, what type yeah. of artist do they label you as? Like, it's oh, you are da 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 artist, or just a da 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 artwork? Like, what? They don't say. They don't oh, okay. say. They they don't even say. They'll just put like either emer not emerging, like a beginner art, whatever they call that thing. But they don't. They don't say. They're like, we we see your style. <laughs> it's been done before i mean it's just i don't know but then the pen and ink drawings yeah it's like a comic book style it's straight up comic book style like okay, old school okay. heavy metal like dark ages kind of stuff uh, I, what do you think is it after i mean look at your portfolio like yeah. like i don't want to say it looks familiar but some of the artwork, it has, you know, don't, don't, they always say, oh, you know, every house had this type of painting in it type stuff. Yeah, it yeah. Look, looks like that type of artwork. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I just, I want to call it black art. <laughs> black people black art. Totem kind of stuff. Family yeah, totem, black maybe. art. Like, yeah. Like, we got, we got a place, we got a place downtown in this, uh, it's called the Havana Treehouse or whatever, mm -hmm. and I guess they built it around it. Well, it's built around uh, Gaia, so like, 
like the, the biggest painting would be Gaia, but everything stems from her. So mm -hmm. everything that's branched off of her is other things off place. I mean, I, I guess it's, you know, messes behind it. If you, you get what I'm saying, but yep, everything yep. branches off of her and it turns other things around the building. So like yep. some stuff may be the actual physical paintings on the wall, but mm -hmm. it could branch off to be actual like, like, Physical Living. art as well, or oh. a piano, or something like that. So it, yeah. it's cr it's crazy. But yeah. uh, I mean, I never pay attention to it. Mm -hmm. Me explaining to you like uh, how it looks mm -hmm. makes it sound more, you know, artistic and thought <laughs> they put into mm -hmm. the whole thing. But walking in, and you don't you don't think about it. You just see the artwork. So I never question right. like, oh my god, they went deep with it. But Right. Me explaining how it looks, I see how deep they really went to create mm -hmm. the building. Right. Uh, but uh but yeah. Um Yeah. Uh you gave me a question about, you know, how do you feel about, you know, wings and gills and humans and whatnot. So what what does that what is what does that stand from? Like uh <laughs> Yeah. Party. In the Bronx, and uh, they were like shooting like a, a movie. Mm -hmm. And he said everyone had like an, I think it was an after party. So, anyway, a cockroach decided to show up to the party. I guess they were jamming too loud. And so the thing started crawling up the wall. And here in New York, when it turns like 95 degrees or more, somewhere around there, the cockroach goes, Hey, here's my wings. And so it, <laughs> and so it flew around. Like freaking out from this like one to two inch thing, it grew wings because the temperature made it grow the wings. So I was like, hmm. So if the sun gets closer or whatever, or the earth warms up or whatever, like a moth, like growing, like we've never imagined it. We see it as like a superhero, but what's the next evolution of a human? What what are we gonna do next? Because we're not crawling, we're not whatever, you know. But, but see, if you, we all, I mean, if you well, go back, I don't know, hundreds, thousands, yeah, we was di we we was we was different. Yeah. Uh, so we had to evolve to our environment. So like, mm -hmm. um, apparently we're water creatures, you know. So right. we 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 probably could, you know, we like uh, people who live around people in the islands or people mm -hmm. who live around water. They're typically different from people yeah. who are more inland. Yeah. So it could be a possibility, though, if if the ground, you know, become mm -hmm. more toxic and harsh, we we may yeah. we may grow, grow no wings. So we can another flood. You're like, hey, yeah. I need food, bro. <laughs> yeah. But I wonder how long that would take. Yeah. That would be interesting to see how, because there are some people who can stay under the water. I forgot the name of that village in is it East Asia where everyone lives on the water and they have like a supports that go into the water so they just oh, yeah. die from their they die from their home into the water and they can stay under there for a while like or um michael phelps his feet was different so he could swim better yeah in our own lifetime your mom has an egg and then your dad's like a polywog and <laughs> like a polywog and then it goes into an egg and then then you look like a shrimp inside mm -hmm. of when the embryo's there, and then eventually, like you know, come out, spank the baby butt, and oh, I have eyes. 
Then you can throw the baby in the water and it swims. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like we go through an, our own evolutions even in our own lifetime. It'll be interesting to see like what the next stage would be. I always imagine I want to fly. I personally want to fly because that's what my dreams has me doing. So see, I always want to fly in my mm-hmm. dreams, you know, I fly as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, the guy he 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 don't work at that company anymore, but he's have a, a segment on YouTube called Because of Science. He uh-huh. got his own show now, but gonna disappoint me. Okay. Oh uh, yeah. So he said he made a video about how terrible flying would be. <laughs> so if you imagine the Earth, I don't know how fast the Earth's moving. Earth's mm-hmm. moving. It's at a thousand miles per hour. Right. So if you fly in the air, that means you're flying against or towards a thousand miles per hour. Okay. So so let's say you just jump. You flying. You would just smack into anything, um, a mosquito, mosquito in it, it would hurt like hell. And, or how would you stop? Like, the traction has to be so good <laughs> to stop. How would you pinpoint? Because yeah. you think about a, 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 think about a helicopter or a jet plane, yeah. they, gotta so much, they gotta use so much force to stop. They gotta yeah. turn the engines back to stop. Or, yeah. you know, so you flying, Absolutely. how you gonna stop? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah, that's the beauty of evolution. You kind of grow into the thing. Like, how do you walk? How do you run? How do you jump? Like, I think that's part of it. In my dreams, I had to work out how the heck am I going to pass through a whole bunch of, like, telephone wires? And then what if a plane is coming and I have to dodge it? Like, will will there be new laws <laughs> like yeah. for people who can fly and all that stuff? Like, I had to work it out in my dream. Once you get above, like, where planes can fly, I was I wasn't having an issue. But um, well, you could like, the issue was to be breathing. You can't breathe no more. <laughs> but, like I can't go underwater anymore. But you know, I was living since, in embryonic fluid before. Since you uh, since you're not a comic book reader, you know the Hulk is like the Hulk is like that. So, uh-huh. so like yeah, so um, so you Hulk fighting or whatever, okay. and you take him in the water. He'll he'll they'll create gills. Or is he in space? He can hold his breath like for forever, or finally adapt. Okay. Like yeah, like you know, yeah, the hopes. Uh, they say a hope versus Superman. I don't know because <laughs> right. he it, it, it can do so much. That's, like, uh, that's where I'm mad at like the TV version because I grew up watching the Lou Ferrigno Hulk. Yeah, and he didn't do all that. He just he just beat people up. And there's a um, there's an X Men called uh, Darwin. I believe he's black. I'm not. I'm not sure. But his mutant power is to adapt to his environment, mm-hmm. so he can adapt to any. That he was, he was in. Uh, I don't know. If he was in Wolverine Origins or mm-hmm. the Wolverine. They did him dirty in the movie, but he was in that movie. No, he was he was black in the movie. Okay. He's a guy who turned to ash or lava or something and died. Oh, but theoretically, if you if in the comments, they wouldn't happen. So he would. So I think the Deadpool character or whatever, whoever, mm-hmm. made him so hot that he like burnt, burnt turned to ash. But in reality, in the comments, it wouldn't have never happened. His skin would have, you know, like got hard enough so it won't burn no more. Or he got so hot that he's like the same thing that was burning him. Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so he cool, 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 a mutant or whatever. Uh, yeah, so that's Darwin. Yeah, Darwin. Okay, like, yeah. 
bought it, Darwin. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Uh, Hey, I like this problem. I don't like this problem. And how about this? When I fly, the mosquitoes just go like that. Just like if you're walking down the street and someone's scared of you. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yep. Um, you keep bringing up your husband a lot, uh, and and his band that he's in. Um, so do you do music with him, or are you musically inclined yourself? No, I I can sing, but I cannot perform. Okay, like I literally like if it's karaoke, I'm like yeah. And so they had an event, and I was like, hey, I was asking the guy who was in charge of it, can I? And I was scared because there's a whole bunch of musicians. And so, but that's what bonded me and my husband in the beginning because we like to sing like out loud, but he would sing for a real band and I would sing karaoke. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't mind singing, but in a studio. I don't want to be on stage and like, hey guys, listen to me. Like I, I like being in the background and a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I do that. And then writing because I like to write. So I have like all these songs and I'm like, nope, that would be a good rap song. Nope, that would be a good metal song. That would be a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. So I like to be in the background <clears throat> with that. So yeah, 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 that's it. No, not on stage though. It's fun. Like I get amped up, but I get too amped up. It's almost like too much electricity. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I vibrate out of my, my wardrobe, man. <laughs> I get really nervous because I'm like, I know I'm going to forget the words. I'm going to forget the words. Um, so, so you was telling me that like back in the day that Medusa had Kratos working in the uh, Starbucks? <laughs> like, when mm. Kratos working in the Starbucks? All right, so for superheroes, I drew this thing because I was always... I, <laughs> Had I had sleep problems? Um, and my sleep problems were so bad I fall asleep in this meeting, and this colonel took a pen and threw it at me, and I woke up like this, and I was like, "Ooh, I thought he was a dinosaur because my, <laughs> sleep, my sleep problems were so messed up I could go into REM like within seconds, so my eyes wouldn't always shut all the way closed." He's in the meeting, and I see a dinosaur talking, and the next thing you know, some a pen hits me right. I don't know where it hit me, and um, and I went, holy crap! I was sleeping. Oh, so I always had like these sleep problems because I like to stay up at night, and I don't even know what it was. But it got better after I started going into just artwork because I think that's what I meant to be. So I drew this guy, and I was like, what if a superhero needed coffee, man? Like, mm-hmm. is he really a superhero after that? Like, <laughs> like so I was working out, like having sleep problems, and um. And I was like, well, human beings, I think they're amazing creatures. Like, we can do so many things. We're like a node at the end of some big old computer. Each person has, like, a talent. And sometimes I think, like, the nine to five makes them less than what they are. And I don't know if you ever saw the Love Care Country where Hippolyta was talking about, oh, I made myself small uh, for, I think, for a husband or whatever. Um, but that's what I feel like. Sometimes I feel like human beings make themselves small. They're amazing creatures. And um, so I said, well, what if a superhero made themselves small? Then we would see how ridiculous it looks. So I had like Kratos in Starbucks. Medusa has his boss yelling. 
meanwhile in the game you can defeat a medusa you can defeat like whatever those creatures were um but if someone convinces you that you're small you make yourself small and why would a big old dude like kratos be certain someone taught me like it was just in my head and yeah so i felt he probably lives in he probably lives in la that's probably why you know the kratos is <laughs> trying to look like him and he's the real deal like yeah. he's, in, he's in between acting gigs you know yeah, <laughs> yeah. very much so um you say you want to want to do comic books and mm-hmm. whatnot um you're not a comic book reader so uh oh. what type of comic book would you would, would you make so it would be Kind of traditional, pretty traditional, like standard pages. and Yeah, but then it would also be like a web element. There was this one artist, and I forgot his name, but he had like a baseball comic, and he would make some of his panels animate. And I was like, ooh, that looks really, really cool. So I'd probably have like a supplement to something that's in print. Um, but I'd probably go mostly web with it and then animate it. And then it, I don't know. I don't know which way to go. Like, do I submit the thing to Image Comics or do I just go I say web, I, webtoons? Or well, I say don't submit it. You know, okay. self publish. They'll they'll find you. If they want you. You know, nice. But uh, nice. just how you got, like your your website really like like you put a lot of work into it. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can figure out how to do um. Like, I I put it back on the screen, but just how you got your website set up, you can ha- actually do exactly what you want to do mm-hmm. on your website. So That's like, true, right? uh, you can put, I'm at the top of it. You can put your still image right here. Just be, that can be mm-hmm. a panel right right there. Uh-huh. Then then you can move down, and you can probably have like like saying the baseball. The baseball could be spinning right here towards the uh the picture. Mm-hmm. Then right here you can have uh different th- different panels of the reactions of the crowd and how the ball hit right there. Right. And you can and they can keep scrolling down just like you're doing webtoons and you can do another still one. You can like you already got like I guess the format you're looking for right mm-hmm. here. Oh or, or you can keep it just like you got it and they can click each thing and it'd be a different panel. Like you can make what? your book very uh interactive. Yeah. By that, by, yeah. by yeah, and be something different. But you can go yeah. to webtoons. I mean, I'm not on webtoons. I I mean, because mm-hmm. I feel like on webtoons, I'll be like a uh, just another, you know, one in a million. Yeah, one in a million. You know, just yeah. so I mean, I I just didn't do it. Um, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I mean, you can just do it yourself and just just fun everybody. To your website and from your website, yeah. they can just go get your merch or anything else like that. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, yeah, that would be say, fun. Yeah, they say put it anywhere, but just like what your mindset, but what you've seen that guy got to do and you want to do yourself, mm-hmm. you can just do it on your website. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, true, right? halfway there already. But, yeah, but uh, what what kind of uh, what kind of book would it be though? Oh. There, there's three different ideas, but the the first one I don't I don't want to say the title yet. I gotta I gotta do some stuff for it. But um, it's gonna be me like coming back to Long Island and leaving, coming back and leaving, coming back and leaving, almost like I get sucked into a vortex, um, and almost repeating patterns. Uh, so the character will be based on 
based on that, um, not yeah, have you seen Super Jail? That show Super Jail, where the guy keeps going back to prison. <laughs> but yep. that's what it feels like. I'm like, man, I always say I want to leave Long Island, and then I end up getting stuck right back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of poking fun. I'm not going to say making. Yeah, poking fun at like my my history, like in churches and stuff like that. Um, like an everybody hates Chris. <laughs> Like a boondocks, everybody hates Chris. I don't mm-hmm. know if you ever saw my crazy ex girlfriend where she kind of like went, I don't want to be a lawyer anymore, and dumped everything and ran out west to chase some dude. Like, <laughs> like she just got rid of everything. And that's what it felt like when I lost everything, I found myself again. And I want to kind of go through that like the crazy dreams, like coming back here. Why in the world am I back here? Is it to resolve like some family stuff? Is it to. Is it because I just like the air? Or is it like... Uh, well, the air's not that good. <laughs> no, it's not. Only by the beach, but even there, you're like, oh, I got to go way out of these for the good stuff. Like, there can't mm-hmm. be anybody around here. Or is it like a fish coming back home before they die or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, the people return home and um, returning home and just uh, meeting my exit point. So okay. I'm trying to keep it based in reality. Kind of want her to be a little bit of a snob, but not snob for riches, snob for design. Just not appreciating something that looks like it was done lazily, like like a like a penny proud. Watch that. I was thinking Niles and Fraser Crane. (laughs) (laughs) They're always doing this or whatever, or like oh, who's on girlfriends? Somebody was like that on Girlfriends, where they would look at something and go, "Oh, Tony." Was it Tony? Yeah, Tony. She was a little bit like that, but Tony was the guy who married a white guy, right? Yeah, yeah, I think she did. Yeah, but she yeah, yeah. Into like she would get like snobby about certain things. I'm not into like the material stuff, but I'm into. Did you put enough work into that? And now you try to pass it off as like, mm. mm-hmm. like, oh, and if you made money from it, like, oh, just get like people on Long Island just upset. They're they're obsessed with like money. I know everyone else is kind of obsessed but here like it becomes part of your daily lunch time like i gotta make money i gotta make money because everything's like rent is three thousand all this <laughs> like it's nuts so so i don't i don't know i don't know but i don't want to say the title yet because i have to like get everything like copyrighted and enjoy it out but i have my characters and i'll introduce them to everybody like instead of five guys burgers there's going to be like three guys mm-hmm. so it's like in that direction of um Coming Parody. to America, McDowell. Yeah. So I don't get in trouble. We also have this crazy property here. Um, it's a big black cube mirror building that's uh, in Garden City, which is like a big shopping area. But it has 666 as the address. And it blows in the dark, right? And you're oh, like, man. what is that, bro? And I had looked it up, and there's a bunch of lawyers in there. No. Oh, and there's a whole story. So then there's like another... There's a Carvana over there, and I'm like, ooh, that's the escape hatch. So, like, it's a whole world. Every time Long Island does something, it'll be, like, in the comic. Because um, I keep trying to get out, but stuff keeps drawing it back. Um, <laughs> it could be a play on words, you know, Long Island is so long you never get out. So yeah. long you never get out. Also, I guess I'll leak part of it, but no, nah, no, nah, I won't leak it. I'll, show, <laughs> I, I'll have to show it to you. i have people come to the website and see the premise. I'm also going to have a part on the website called uh, Random Pitches. 
and random pitches is just going to be ideas like what we were talking about in Starbucks going back and forth. And uh, some ideas I'll just like say it and then other ideas I'll explore it. And uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a lot of fun. But this Long Island one is like close to my heart because uh, Florida because it costs too much. <laughs> but then they some come back and you're like, why are you coming back to the hellhole? Like something happened, bro. They used to yeah, be able to many, buy a house for yeah, like forty many, grand. Too many, yeah, too many Haitians, Dominicans in Florida. That's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> my next life, if I drop down from the sky, I want to aim for Jamaica. I think Jamaica? I've been aiming for the wrong island the whole time, but I'm gonna aim for Jamaica and grow up there in the in the mountains. That's it. Like. That's, that's well, you, my you, you, you close. You Jamaican Queens, right there. So you close. <laughs> <laughs> Food is good, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you that. So I mean, would your comic style be more like? Uh, see, you you're not a comic book reader. Uh, mm-hmm. Let me. Do you, do, you, do you have Do you have Netflix? Yes. So would it be more like? Uh. Like a uh, like a Sandman lock and key type of deal. Uh, the, the artist's name is uh, Neil Gilman. I mean, I may say the name wrong because I didn't watch that one. Neil Gilman. Let me see. Uh, Neil Lock and Key. Short Neil Graveyard writer. Is that him? Yeah. So yeah, so Neil uh, G A I M A N, he did like Caroline, uh, of course, you know, uh, Sandman. Uh, I did a couple things, but uh, American Gods, uh, Good Omens, Smoking Mirrors. That's a book scene. Bit. Nice. Yeah, but his art style was like. It's real different, and like mm-hmm. it's like a, it is real like abstract, like looking, cause like like mm-hmm. I guess he focused more on like the spiritual aspect, like like he didn't uh, show American God, so he took all the gods, like everything mm-hmm. has a god, and and I guess it's new god, so like I hadn't watched the show, I just know the premise, so it'd be like a Wi-Fi god, Wi-Fi new, mm-hmm. so Wi-Fi wasn't around back in the Greek times, so. It's a new thing, so it has to be a god for it. So it'd be like mm-hmm. American gods, nice. and and like the Sandman stuff is more like just random like gods and stuff like it's mm-hmm. Sandman. And I didn't read the book. I watched the first episode, mm-hmm. maybe the second episode too. But it's like, what happens if somebody stops the Sandman for doing his job, so you never go to sleep, so you like stay asleep or stay awake, and how, and how many things that that triggers? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, stuff like that. You don't get sleep. Let me tell you, son. That's why I lost it in Los Angeles. <laughs> I was not sleeping. I was not <laughs> sleeping. And then when I did, I had these like night terrors. So that's what I was working out in some of my paintings because it felt like something was sitting on my shoulder, pressing like, on my chest. And I was like, oh, wait, in that sleep apnea. <laughs> Yeah. my mom told me like sometimes you're fighting for your life in real life and then the dream it looks a certain way and sure enough i had like sleep apnea and so that was one of the diagnoses and so i was like all right all right all right all right, all right. 
So it's going to be a little weird because when you don't have sleep, I don't know if you remember the opening scene for, um, well, one of the sequences in Fight Club where the dude Miss was just going. Yeah, Fair yeah. My, one of my, <laughs> all right, so that's another, that was another key point in my life, but, watching yeah, yeah. Fight Club. See, I had, I had sleep problems too. Mm-hmm. And that movie related me so much. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my God, God, because I would like just be running and running. And I'm like, dang, yeah. how did that happen? So I was feeling what he was going through. I like, oh, man. And he was like, oh, we're in a new town. I'm like, that's it, man. What does all of this stuff mean in the end? Like, I wanted to do something to feel alive, you know? And, and, they, and say, they say that they say the book's different. Like, wait, it? like, it's not oh, different, but, but, more it tells tells you more. I guess oh, they couldn't good. they couldn't um they couldn't uh put so much in film. Mm-hmm. But it said a lot happened with between him and that I can't think of her name right now. Him and the girl. Oh yeah, I forgot her name too. Yeah, yeah. They said a lot happened with that. Like he freaked her out way more because oh. they said that that he was switch mid conversation between uh, Tyler. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Cause we yeah. only got a taste of that in that one scene where she's like, "What are you? You told me to come here yesterday. What are you?" Yeah. Like, so, it, so in visual, so visually, we saw Tyler. Mm-hmm. But if you're reading it, you just hearing him narrate what's going on. The narrator. Yeah. Yup. That's it. That's it. So that that was part of my existence. There were parts where I was like wandering, and uh, one. Yeah, you got to be free. But yeah, sometimes I would walk the streets of Manhattan, three in the morning, and at six I would go get some pancakes and go back <laughs> out to Long Island. Like I was looking, and nothing happened to me, or nothing. I was just walking. I was like, I don't know where the answer is. I'm staying awake because why stay home? Let me just. Now, young people, that's probably not a safe thing to do to walk the streets of Manhattan <laughs> at three in the morning. I do not encourage it, but. My soul at that time was like, I need to walk the streets and look around. And that even sounds bad. Sound bite. Uh, <laughs> but I was looking for an answer. I was like, I needed something. I needed to feel alive again. And that fight club scene, all that stuff, all the sleep, it changes your behavior. And that's not something I would do now. Um, but back then, no sleep. You're just like, it changes your behavior a little bit. So mm-hmm. I was exploring that as well. And you start to see things a little bit differently. Yeah. Yeah, the art changed that too, like with the sleeping. Okay. Have you yep. ever seen uh, Inception? Yes, yes. Now I have yeah. to go back and rewatch it because I forgot most of it except for the symbol, like looking for the top. And yeah, but I remember yeah, the. <laughs> yeah, that was another movie because uh, as a child I learned how to control my dreams as nice. a child. I so when I seen the movie, early. so when when that happened. I was like, oh my god, I thought it was just crazy. You know, mm-hmm. like, 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 cause, um, like, dad, and since I've been doing comics and talking to people, mm-hmm. I realized people dreaming black and white. I, I thought that was crazy. Yeah, that doesn't sound, I haven't dreamt in black and white since I was young, young, young. It was color, I mean, it's been color for a while. Yeah, so I, I gotta, I gotta do more research about it, mm-hmm. but I don't know if it's a generational thing. Uh huh. Or yeah, I don't know if it's a generational thing or what because it's it's supposed to like a a low percentage of people dreaming mm-hmm. dreaming color. Okay, but I never asked nobody do they dreaming color because I thought it was mm-hmm. like we seen color, so you dreaming color. But right. apparently, a lot of people dreaming black and white. 
And right. if, you, if you dream in color, you're I guess you're special. But really, I don't know if it's a generational thing or not. Yeah. Like, All right. So I was asked to document my dreams. Um, and I docu I started documenting my dreams for like a, maybe a week or so, and then I would write down the influences. Everything I was watching on TV during the day would enter my dream, and it was trying to solve and make a story out of it. So we could start out with like someone getting shot. Oh my God, I lost my weapon. And then like I'm playing video games as well. That's in there. And then everything is in there from what I put my gaze on, what I heard, and what I spoke during the day. And the dream tries to make a story out of it. And I realized that I had to start catering what I do during my waking hours because it could get uh... really disturbing. Um, if I continue to feed it like the news in the morning and then this, and that. yeah, that's probably even, people say you got to unplug. It's probably you have to yeah. unplug. You have to unplug, and then even the friends you keep um, trying to work out. Remember when you said fixing things? Um, so if like someone tells you, "Hey, I got this problem," your brain to be going in and trying to cipher and fix it and stuff, and it's just very very complicated. If I started. I went. I was in the hospital like a few years ago, and um, and during that time, it was the one time I said I'm gonna unplug. Like I did some work on the computer, but I didn't watch TV for a week, and I got visited by one of my friend's children, who's never in my dream, and she looked at me, and I was going through a scenario of like everything's falling apart. Oh my God, the world is ending. Oh my God, like nobody in our family's loyal. Like it, it was like a whole bunch of garbage, garbage, and she showed up in my dream. The whole scene went white, except for a few things that looked like they were being hand-drawn. And then one house on a hill, and it existed in Detroit, and it also existed in Los Angeles and San Francisco. And I went, what? And so the dream got my attention, because it was like no other dream I've ever had. And she goes, this is not your story. And I yeah, went, it, was a, it was a movie. It was a movie with Keanu Reeves. Oh, really? Uh, I, think of, I, I can't think of a movie, but... Um... There's a mailbox. They can put the letters in the mailbox, and it'll 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 go between. Uh, uh... <laughs> I know. That's why you. That's why you. That's why you dream about it. <laughs> and my brain went back there. Okay. I think it's called. I think it's called the, le the letter. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. But yeah, they can. They'll pass it. They was passing the the message, but a different time zone. Different not time zone. zone. Yeah. yeah uh, time period, something like that. Yeah. Yep, yep. She told me it's not my story, and I was like, "What did she mean by that?" And till this day, <laughs> that was two years ago. Still to this day, I'll repeat it. I'll go, "What did I dream about?" Oh, this was in a video game. This was on the news. This was on the Netflix show. This was on this. Nothing was coming from me. Mm. So I said, "I." It's time for my life to become my story. What am I doing when I wake up in the morning, absorbing everyone else's stories on my own? And uh, so I had to like just stand back and go, what has my life really been? What have I influenced? Like that kind of stuff really. And just from that one character appearing in my dream on a blank, almost blank canvas, almost <laughs> like, hey, you have permission to create the world around you. Okay. Don't be afraid. Stop now, have, you, everybody. have you ever tried to draw? I mean, or paint or whatever some of your stuff you see in your dream or try to interpret something into like a paint yeah they come out a little the one i did scared me a little bit that's the thing that appeared i painted it then it appeared in my dream and i was like i don't know if i want to do this anymore <laughs> sleep paralysis even though it was like sleep apnea maybe but yeah yeah sometimes the, I'll movie, the, the, the movie's called a lake house thank you <laughs> 
you. Thank you. I remember, yeah, they were sending different messages. And I think about that sometimes. Like, the, sometimes, you know, in the military, they trained us. Don't accept weird packages from people with no address and all this other stuff. And, and I got one, one or two. And I was like, who the heck is this? And I was like, what if it's my Oh, you watch Legends of Tomorrow. Not Legends of Tomorrow. What's the name of that? Is it Legends of Tomorrow, the DC one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you watched it. Sometimes you give yourself medicine. I ain't opening that thing. <laughs> mm. You don't know. You don't know. I was like, look, so even if I don't know what's possible anymore, I really don't because now we're in the world where it's okay to imagine and it's okay to um, more people are going to come out, so to speak. Uh, for not getting like the weird label, even though weird is like etymology. What? Nah, the etymology of weird is like amazing, but we call it something else. But yeah, if you're like weird or whatever, um, some people can see things before they happen because of intuition, or they actually see it. Um, and some people don't like saying it out loud because it's like, oh, I got to mark them here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know. Children have it. They have that connection. Um, sometimes family members have it. Sometimes husbands and wives have it. You'll just think something, and they'll be in the other room. Go, hey, blah 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 blah, and you're like, hey, how the, how the, how yeah. She said, she says I do it to her. She, she says I do it to her. She says she be thinking this time, and I just say something or ask her about it. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Our, our dynamic's pretty weird, but. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess it links somehow, but yeah, it's like stuff a like that. Link. She'd be like, "I'll just, I'll just doing that," or it's something. Like that. I'll just, I was about to. I know I've been thinking about it all day. That's crazy how you just say that. I'm like, what? right, yes. right. Or you'll think something all day, and then you'll watch three TV shows, and they all talk about the same thing, and it's too. It feels weird to see that coincidence. Or you choose different TV shows, and then they all talk about the same thing. I remember one day we watched while eating dinner. We watched Frasier. Future Man and X Files, and they all had to do with fire and firemen. Wow! And we're like, how? How? And what, <laughs> how does that relate back? Are we getting a message here? Because you don't, we don't. How do you know? How do you know? Yeah. And I think it's okay now to say, hey, some things may be connected, and it's not as weird as we think it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And I think we're gonna move into like a safe zone where it's okay to say it without being thrown in a hospital. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff like you. Uh, well, I would end this segment so I can mm-hmm. bring up what I was getting ready to talk about in the next segment. That's a question I want to end the show with, cool. on. So that was in the next segment. Okay. Uh, cool. My next segment is the end of the show, and it's called "Diving in the Crates." Okay. Um, <laughs> comic book, yeah, comic readers would uh dive in the crates. To get the uh, comic books, you know, they're they're read mm-hmm. or grew up with. Like in your case, you're trying to find that that the, the hentai book or whatever you was re- mm-hmm. reading back, back. And you're trying to find that book or uh, or key issues, you know, back to that in, in that crate. Mm-hmm. Also, music lovers they'll dig in the crate too to find the vinyls or CDs, you know, the classics that they love to get mm-hmm. that you know tangible CD. So that's how I'm gonna ask you. I think I'm gonna ask you one question. To tie the whole episode um, together, so people can just end the show on a, you know, a note. Say, okay, I really enjoyed her. So um, I know you was talking previously about uh, art artists being in the open portals and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, 
Um, they say, you know, it does happen. You know, they say Travis Scott did it with Astro Royal and all that oh, stuff. Yeah, and, and, yeah and, and whatnot. But uh, let's say artists can't open portals, right? You mm-hmm. can pick uh, any artist you uh, throughout, mm-hmm. I guess, history or whatever that, you know, you enjoy whatever. But if they could open a portal or whatever and you can create the the artistic visual of that artwork being, I mean, all that portal being open through your artwork, like, I guess they have the, the, the screens or the smoke mm-hmm. or lights doing something in the background, <laughs> just on the visual. What artist or a concert or whatever would you do that, create that for? Ooh. Oh, all right. All right. <laughs> Which one? Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Cadillac, bro, like... Fun. Hands down, I want to do the I want to do the planets. I want to do the vehicles they used to come down to Earth. Third uh, nose, before the funk, all that stuff. Like I like everything. Everything about Funkadelic is the magic that I like. I want to think of human beings not just being here, but in other realms. I like that they can go from they went from Mo, they can do Motown, they can do gospel. They can do funk, they can do rock and roll, they can do metal, they can do go-go music, like they can do <laughs> everything. I love everything about them. They have the freedom to explore. And even the, the, the dynamic inside the band was do your thing. Like, and, and I like that about them. Um, I was just having a conversation with the guy in charge of that con upstate um, about like when the two members were in James Brown's band and James Brown used them as an extension and wanted everything to the letter, to the letter make it perfect because he was a mm-hmm. performer um but then when they went to funkadelic it was like Ooh, it was like so they could be just jamming on stage like even the jam sessions were awesome and so i would love to be in the funkadelic world and george clinton himself is an artist so he paints he paints now um i was like man that would be like my ultimate universe Okay. Um, yeah, Did you yeah. Ever get an opportunity to see him live? No, no. But I was in a Zoom with him once. They had like an Afrofuturist meeting maybe last year or two years ago, and uh, he was in a Zoom meeting with folks with a bunch of creators, like writers, creators, appreciators, and there wasn't that many people in there. I was like, whoa, George! Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It was like the Zoom where you see everybody's face. I, I was scared, so I didn't. But it was awesome, like just to see him. But no, I never got to see him live. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I would have liked the crazy days where they were out there, like, I like the way they dress, I love the way they dress too. Um, never saw them live, and you know, I wasn't that you know, I was too young for them, but yeah, I like them, I like them, I like them. I like the way Grandmaster Flash used to dress. Who about C- uh, what CeeLo? Like him? I like his music, but like a long session, it would be more along the lines of like Funkadelic. Because oh, okay. he, he goes like more, a little bit more popular music. Um, but I do like his style, though. His style I guess you amazing. get more to, uh, oh man, what's the group? Dungeon Family might be kind of Dungeon dip. Family. Who's this? You don't know what Dungeon Family? No, is? I'm terrible. I'm terrible. Bro. Oh man, 
yeah, that's uh. Let me write that. So down. the Dunder family, it's not as old as them. That Dunder family might be more '90s, maybe late '80s, but they sprouted uh, Outcast. Oh, Out, Outcast came from out of there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Oh, uh, great. Yeah, I yeah, love Andre. Uh, I love Andre. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Goody Mob. Uh, outcasts all mm-hmm. came from Dungeon Family. Oh, oh, okay. That, no, I'm terrible. Yeah. yeah, look at that. Yeah, I really <laughs> like that. But yeah, yeah but, uh, that'd be cool. He would be. Oh, Donald Glover makes me laugh too. He's actually advertising for. So yeah, so he, so he might, company. he might, he might be a piece of that too. Yeah, yeah. So because because he, he's old enough to be a grandson or a son of that group. Mm. Cause he's from Atlanta, so yeah. he it, he might have been a part of that group. I don't know, cause like Future, the same same Future from date date Sierra and, and yeah, he he was he's a nephew of that group, so I think Donald Glover and Future are on the same age. So sure. yeah, so uh like uh like B O B like all that all them they all like the nephews of family members from that group. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah, so. It, is they either on generation three of that or get ready to be four? That's so they they've been they've been breeding yeah. artists out of Atlanta from that group. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, I really like the creativity of Donald. He's um he's out there, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Like he he does his thing, and I love I love that. Even that animation he got, he recruited that brother, that artist that was on Instagram that used to draw hip hop artists. I forgot his name, but yeah, when he recruited that guy to do uh, "Feels Like Summer" and everything was like uh, animation, I went, "That is that." That's yeah. the kind of stuff that will embed itself in like into a kid's memory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was an epic video. Yeah. Well, that's in the, the show. It Ooh. was great. Yeah, it was a great show. You know. Um. You know, I what? Turned the sound down. I was like, I got excited. Yeah, I mean. This this uh this program is a uh, uh, I, I think I'm loud too I can see I'm spiking, but uh this program is a good program you know uh I guess I can name drop Riverside <laughs> the Riverside FM, um no. I was on a podcast last year I mm-hmm. written out they invited me on I and I was part of it and I really like how it worked and I did more research and for all my needs it it was better than you know restream or Streamyard and whatnot yeah. Like uh, we both loud and in post production, it would it would turn it would normalize our our sounds. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know how it looks on your side of the screen, yeah, but in the red, I'm like, Whoop. but no, I mean on, on your side of the screen, every time I talk, mm-hmm. you it it, it highlights me. When you talk, it highlights you. Oh, okay, I see so it's, you, it's using the AI to do everything. So I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's a great program, but uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, if anybody want to, uh, I guess, purchase artwork or commission you or follow mm-hmm. along your journey, what can I do that at? Yeah, do that on my website. On May 5th, Cinco de Mayo, I'm going to have the three prints of, um, what's it called? What's it called? The hybrid series. I'm not sure if you have time to go back to the website, but it's um, it's going to be like talk. the hybrid series. And hopefully it uploaded before, before the episode, because that's uh, how we Where would I go? Where I go it's on the portfolio page and right down into a work in progress. 
there is like this weird thing that says hybrid collection. So I'm going to be releasing that collection on Cinco de Mayo. And uh, hybrid collection? Yeah. yeah. I'm not so sure yeah, I, I had, I, oh, for, well, see, I'm already on the portfolio page. So that's what's going on. So I was like, I don't oh, see okay. the tab, but yeah, I'm just, I'll put it on screen. Uh, so I click it, right? Oh, yeah, hybrid. So. The store is going to reopen right. on Cinco de Mayo. Oh, it's mad. It's mad, son. It's mad. Did it get angry? No, see. Yeah. So this is going to link to my store. I had to set that thing down because I was like, where's my balance from last year's sale? And I was like, all right, I'm switching stores. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to re-release it on a different platform. And so these are the three. Uh, the hybrid series is based on humanoids and instruments. For those of oh, you yeah. who are music lovers, and so that one rhythm, rhythm hit them is all about the drummer, the super power Bud Moon. I actually did it on that night when the moon was out, so that's a bass player. Oh, okay. It gets a little creepy. Rhythm hit him as a drummer, so you'll see a bunch of percussions around her. And then, oh, okay. uh, the composer, composer, I can't remember which. Yeah, composer, composer is a synthesizer player uh, that turned into like some crazy hybrid, and since control a whole bunch of instruments i just threw a lot there nah, i'll be dope. releasing those and then later in the in the year when i do the catastrophicon that is where i'll release the guitar player and the lead singer um, so i'm working on the hybrid series first i'm keeping it simple in the beginning and then building up and then the more funds i get that'll go back into other stuff and then cool, look out cool, for a Kickstarter cool. later in the year. But everything will be on my website. I'll use that as my funnel so I don't have like 10,000 things. Because if you look at my social media, it's garbage. <laughs> I haven't been on there since like 2015. <laughs> but I'll, okay. I'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, thanks again for coming on, man. really enjoyed it. <laughs> Yo, thanks, y'all, for watching the show. Great show. Great guest. Beer fitter. Great artist. Great painter. Y'all check out that website, purchase some of that artwork, it's going off for sale. And you know what, The View, he definitely be back next time, cause you know what, I got his truck controller. So we none of that mess next time. And as well, man, if you wanna read his books, even though he never shows up, go to LegacyV.com, purchase a book, or you wanna follow him on his journey, you know, everything he does in life, you know, whatever it might be. Do a Legacy View on all social media, if you want to follow me, follow me at Spec706. And if you want to be on the show, hit us up at Chill on the Green Box on social media or chillongreenbox at gmail.com and we get you on. In the meantime, I'm out of here.